Are you going to be able to focus on anything <laughs> in this podcast, or are you only going to be thinking about the bed? We'll call Scott. We'll call Tino. If you need to take a mental health day to figure out this bed situation, I'm okay with that. Sorry, I've just been looking. What did you say? I was looking at some beds. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everyone to episode 88 of 99100, the podcast counting up the top 100 domestic grossing box office movies of 1999. I am your V-neck host, Sparky Shelton. Um, I'm your your bacon your bacon collar host, Jordan Granick. <laughs> and I'm Ryan. Y'all y'all, yeah, remember, y'all y'all don't remember those commercials? You know you know the when like you have a, a classic a classic crew. Sure, and then it, you pull on it, or like it gets fucked up, and it gets really crinkly around here. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, damn. Yeah, classic commercials with Michael yeah. Jordan that I remember. Michael, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Off the dome, uh, I remembered that. Off the dome, you're yeah. pulling fucking Haynes commercials from 2012. <laughs> off the dome. Can I just say? Can I just say right up top, saying the words episode 88 made me borderline aroused Mm -hmm. since we are so (laughs) close to being freed out of this hellhole. I love doing this podcast with you boys. I love you both. I cannot wait to be done with this. (laughs) I know this is weird energy to start the show with, but it's it's what's in my heart, baby. Yeah. Sure. Well, you shut up. You're not a long hauler. It's more fun for me and Ryan because we don't do as much oh that's also true i just i i show up i we just yeah we enjoy the fruits of your labors that is true that is true i guess what the worst part is is the edit but um because it takes like three days of my week three nights of my free time to watch the movie edit the movie or watch the movie re-edit the movie release my own director's cut Mm -hmm. and then um and then we do the podcast and then well then you gotta you gotta do your um your press jackets Junkets, your press junkets. My, pre- my press jackets. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I've got to go to the freezer creases. and put on my press you don't jackets. In those jackets. I got to press my jackets. Yeah. Because it, I have so many press jackets that to try them all on, I have to go somewhere very cold. Oh, I understand. You have a walk-in freezer. <laughs> I have a. I have a. I see. What happened is a, a restaurant went out of business, <laughs> and just the way with commercial real estate, that was cheaper yeah. than moving into an apartment. So I live. I live in an old Buffalo Wild Wings. A B Dubs, nice. It's not true. I live in the South. Buffalo Wild Wings do not go out of business. They mint money. From the moment they're open, it's like that and Chick Fil A is like fucking Have arbitrage. Just, uh, it's just free money. Uh, franchise in becoming a franchisee. A franchisee yeah, of B Dubs. You're printing money down there in the south, allegedly. I guess so. I haven't thought about it. Um, I haven't thought about much. Except for <gasps> so, when are you moving out here? <laughs> Am I moving out to L.A.? I don't know. Someday, maybe. Someday. Who knows? Someday, somewhere. Sunday night football. There's a Sunday. There's a Sunday. There's a 1961 uh, Society for the Preservation and Enjoyment of Barbershop Quartet Music, um, or Spebsqua, uh, champion named the Oriole Four from Baltimore, who did a version of Somewhere. And the tag at the end, there's a guy there. 
their tenor goes somewhere. It's magical. Oh my god! You want to hear something funny? <laughs> I sure would on this uh, comedy podcast. I went to a Scott's belated birthday party two nights ago. Well, I never said happy and birthday. Yeah, I, we didn't. No one knew it was his birthday. <laughs> I sent him a text. Yeah. I sent him a text, and I specifically only, didn't put it in my group me, so yeah. you motherfuckers couldn't couldn't jack it? my yeah. steez. Um, but who, who else that. shows? Who else is who else is invited? But Harvard's acapella group, the Crocodiles, who performed three songs with Austin Weber, and just oh my kill God. the energy. <laughs> you know what's funny is one of the songs wasn't even happy birthday <laughs> they didn't even sing happy birthday to yeah. him you know it's funny because I saw Naveen post a picture of Austin Webber I did so see that, that, was that, was like, that was what that, is yeah. going on oh my god I bet Scott absolutely loathed <laughs> that it was one of the weirdest or it was his idea I don't think it was his idea Wow, that's crazy. That's worse than the guy who knows like, how to play guitar okay. picking it up and playing Wonderwall. It is it is infinitely <laughs> yeah. worse. I'm so I'm you know, I'm so glad you brought this up. Cuz a cappella, can I just say, a cappella groups like college a cappella groups, they're bullshit, okay? Mm-hmm. You have 12 guys. They don't sing chords. It's like they have one guy going boom boom ba boom 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 ba boom and then, like the rest of them going, was, and then, yeah. but, but like nobody sings a chord. Like nobody, it's like not interesting. Like they don't harmonize. Right. Like they, you have if you have twelve people, you can get fucking crazy with it. Yeah, you can fucking the do. Beach Boys did it with like sharp. five. The Bee Gees did it with three. Fucking yeah, like listen, listen to like two barbershop quartets singing together. Fuck me, it's like they're they melt your damn brain. But what do these? What do these? I'm sorry, privileged dumb bitches do? They go ooh ba 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 brain, and and you want to die? God, I fucking hate Rockabella Group so much. When you say, wait, hold on, hold on, back up, back up. Before I was, before I was blinded with white hot rage, yeah. did you say it was Harvard's, it was Harvard's acapella group? Yeah. And they all just happened to move like, to LA. I think they're on, like alumnus. I want to say they're on tour. Oh my God. Oh no. I want to say that, I don't no. know if, uh, they might've just been visiting. There's only one acapella group that Har- deserves to exist and that's Pentatonix and the rest of them can all go fuck themselves, I think. Yeah, I honestly, I could, I could take her, take her leave. I mean, calendar. Like they have right. to exist. I'm taking pentatonics. Winter tour. Oh my god. So they tour. Uh, an acapella group tours. I don't know. If it's well, like- apparently they don't because they have, they have uh, uh, January 2020 winter tour and no dates. Wait, hold on. Tour 2022 winter tour. Scott's birthday party. <laughs> Scott's birthday party, that's it. Philadelphia. Oh my god. Sit. Wait, when are they in uh, Oh no. Were they in New York? When were they in New York? They were in New York January 7th to 9th. That's Fuck, real I'm safe, guys. 
Oh my god, this is a legitimate tour. I mean, oh, like, man. you know, it's legit, but it's also, if you have a van, you can go on tour. Or money, you can go on tour. They went to San Juan, Puerto Rico, Jordan. Yeah. You can't get to San Juan on a boat, hombre. You gotta get in a, a, a either an air, an air bus, literally, or a water bus, also known as a boat. You just said you can't wow. get yeah, there by boat. Wait, hang on, come on. The first thing you, you said can get was, there by boat. I said you can't get there by van. Uh, no, you said up. boat. Fuck. Okay. Well, fuck you me. You can't then. say anything. Fucking on kill this me. I don't know. Without being yeah, under I get. I, so. I guess that's true. Speaking of being under a microscope, oh, uh, our movie this week was the <laughs> 1999 classic, uh, American Beauty. Ooh, boy! I thought that this was. The one where uh, Julia Roberts is the prostitute. That pretty woman. I don't know why I always thought it was American Beauty, but um, could not be more different. I had never actually heard of this movie. Yeah, I've heard of American Beauty. Never heard of like the plot or anything. And but then I got some references. I've seen this movie twice. I've seen references from. I think. Before Kevin Spacey was a pedophile, this movie would have been pretty solid. But after Kevin Spacey was a pedophile, it changed. I I can say, as somebody who saw this movie, we'll get we'll get to the we'll get to the movie. But I can say definitively, I saw this movie before Mm -hmm. pre Kevin Spacey's allegations coming to light, and still weird. Still pretty uncomfortable. Still pretty fucked well, how up. How old were you when you watched it? Uh, eight and a half. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I was like 16, 17, something like that. That one got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Took me a second to um, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, American Beauty follows Kevin Spacey's... We're just going to call him Kevin Spacey. His name is something else. It's like Lester Burnham, um, but it's Kevin Spacey. Um, and has the movie has the asks the bold question, if your suburban life is so goddamn clutch and easy, is it okay to be a pedophile if you're still sad? Um, and the answer, it's up to you. Do you guys? Do you guys have any? I I I would like. I mean, we're not gonna do milk or low, but I want to know like gut reactions right off the dome, uh, right off the dome, sort of like big picture shit that stood out to you. Because honestly, I thought both of you had probably seen it by now. I thought this was gonna be one where we all kind of mm-hmm. knew it. No, no, this is the first viewing for for old Rob right Same. here. Yeah, fresh eyes. It, hit me with it fresh then. Eyes. Um, I don't know. I thought, I thought eyes, for this so episode, hard. it might be fun to bring back Who's the Boss. Oh, yeah. We haven't done Who's because the Boss. Because I was thinking about that the entire time. Oh, man. That's interesting. Yeah. Who, who, who we could, is the We could the save boss? it for the end, but I thought that would be fun. No, let's do it up front. I, okay. I'm of the opinion that we'll get to the plot points when we need to talk about the plot points. Um. This is a revelation that has taken me 88 weeks. Um, but but 
Jordan, do you have an answer? You were thinking about yeah. it a lot. Who was um, the boss? At first, I thought it was the wife. But then by the mm. end, I was kind of like... Mi- Carol Burnham, yeah. played by Annette Maybe Benning. I was like, I don't know. Maybe was Kevin Spacey. Yeah, maybe Kevin Spacey was the boss. Huh. What about you, Ryan? Who's the boss? Or the kid, or the 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 weirdo kid. Maybe he is the boss. The weird kid, yeah. uh, uh, whose name was uh, who? Ricky Fitz. He was in the Hunger Games. Ricky. They call Fitz. me Ricky Fitz. <laughs> Wes Bentley. Yeah, that is a very fucking That's a man like who will kick you in the like, shins. <laughs> yeah, it's like a. St- oh, Ricky Fitz is the best yeah. stickball player in Brooklyn. Um. You know, like from olden days. Um, but no, he's just kind of a, a voyeuristic, um, Kalana pinned out kind of guy. Voyeuristic, arturistic. Art- arturistic. <laughs> is that art- Arturistic? Yeah, you really got to get get some heft on that R if you're going to try to say that. Because yeah. it, like yeah, it could sound like autistic. Okay, yeah, got it, great. I just wanted to make sure. Ryan, Ryan, did you say no. he was the boss? Or did Jordan interrupt no, you? you? you both kind of, you just went on a weird autistic thing. Our, our whatever thing he's talking about. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't, yeah, that, uh, hmm. It's, in, yeah, that's a weird one because the kid has a lot hanging over and that, that being Ricky Fitz has a, has some, Ricky Fitz, some, yeah. some baggage or some weight hanging over. Some Kevin baggage is the one bag. No, but I'm saying like baggage. he has some control over the guy in terms. But I, I would still go with Kevin Spacey being the boss after just saying that out loud. I um, I so this is this I think is good. So let's lock in our answers before before we'll all lock in our answers before mm-hmm. we talk about the movie, and we'll see at the end if we if we have have shifted. So you're both saying Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Buddy Kane, the king of real estate. I was thinking about him too, and I. Mm-hmm. Good, interesting choice. But we'll get yeah. there. So the the synopsis of the movie: um, Kevin Spacey is very uh, rich. <laughs> Kevin Sp- <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. They have a three thousand dollar couch. Four thousand dollars. I think it was five thousand. Parents have an Eames chair. Yeah, but they didn't buy it. I was hand delivered by by Eames, uh, Ray by Eames, Eames himself. Yeah, herself Eames, themselves. Isn't it Joan and Ray? Joan and Ray. Eames. Oh, that's Joan and Ray Croc. Eames, who made the Eames chair? Uh. Eames. I would presume. Ray. Charles Eames. Ray and e- Charles Eames. Ray um, Charles? <laughs> Ray Charles Eames. Wait, who was the first guy? Uh, for Ray Eames mm-hmm. is a woman who was married to Charles Eames and they okay. made the Eames chair. Um, No, they're rich. It's like a 5,000 square foot house. That house is massive. It's like... Even in movies where... It's like 90s massive house. Suburban house. Would you... Would you be able to afford that house? Housing... Housing prices were a lot, lot lower. 
Let's, but oh, we we do know his one year. His one year salary is sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, sixty sixty thousand dollars. So he's living that good on on sixty grand. I think the wife was right, the breadwinner. It's implied. What state I think. Are they? Yeah. Once she what becomes state? a real estate agent. It doesn't matter. Look, I don't. I ju- I don't think it matters. From location to location. I'm aware of that. That she would cost like four million dollars. But you can so he's on he's on okay 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 the equivalent of an hundred thousand dollars salary today. His wife has income as a real estate agent, although she sucks at it. The movie yeah. tells us that. <laughs> well, yeah, but it also remember he's like I was the one who encouraged you to become a real estate agent, so I would get half of what you make. I thought that kind of implied that she's she's sold a couple hits. Yeah, she's she's probably making money, but. Do you remember what he did for $100,000 a year? He was just some fucking writer at a media magazine. That is a a ha-ha bullshit job. I'm saying that's... He, he, pro- he probably probably didn't go to college for it. Probably just picked it up. This is his job. For $100,000 a year. This is an unrelatable man. To inflation? Th- okay. Yes. I'm simply saying, I'm simply saying that the life that this man has, pretty cherry. For sure. Materialist. Yeah, I was going to say, that's say. what you want in life. He is incredibly comfortable. Mm-hmm. He has not, the problem is that he has no problems. Does this trend? Yeah, he has no fulfillment. Yeah. Already makes me very, uh, uh, you know, you know. Kind of uh, skeptical of this man and his uh, and his awakening, you know. Um, what's what's the first thing that happens? Um, he he, yeah. So he's married to Carolyn, who's really a Karen. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> is that because he got the name wrong at the party? Was that what? No, I was making a joke that he's like a Karen, a like on the internet yeah. when the women are, yeah. Um, uh, and then there's Jane, who who's their goth daughter, um, goth or emo, and I'd say more emo. If we're going down this more emo, I guess. I feel like goth at. 16 is a lot more emo than goth at 20. I don't remember the South Park episode where they I think they were like emos cut themselves goths don't I think she might I think she I might be goth. Her, I think she might be goth. Goth approaching emo. Yeah. You know. Um <laughs> well listeners write in with the taxonomy of gothness um that you think for Jane. Um and uh, uh, he uh, and Jane, goth daughter, has popular best friend. Yeah, but she's a cheerleader, um, right? Yeah, she's a cheerleader. It's I guess it's transgressive. Wait, were they on I don't a know. Cheerleader squad is yeah, a dance, dance team. team. Still Different. though, like you know, there is apparently a, a pecking order. Um, uh, 
in in high schools with like football teams and school spirit, which I don't think any of us no. experienced, where it's like there's the football players, the varsity football players, the varsity cheer squad, then there's dance team, uh, then there's color guard, and then there's band. And color guard apparently is at the bottom. That's, and then is there's that the baton flag? Is that the flag girls? Yeah, yeah. But then what about like the rest of the student body? Like is color guard uh, still above I, them all? Like No, of course not. I don't think so. I think that I think that if you try to, to break it down that far, like we're looking at the ecosystem of the football game. Right. You know? I think the people I think the people at the top are the like the athletes and the cheerleaders and then the dance team and then I don't know, it doesn't yeah. matter. Um so they go to this basketball game and they watch this uh dance routine which uh sucks really bad. <laughs> but uh it's fine if you're Kevin Spacey and a pedophile. Um Was she eighteen? And the character or the actress? Well I would assume the actress is because she the actress really was like thirty. Touchy. Yeah. The actress was 19. No shit. Wow. Wow. How old was uh, Kevin Spacey on this one? Old enough. (laughs) um, I would say old enough to be Kevin Spacey. Age. How old is he? He's 62 now, which means he would have been 41. 39. I got there. Um, Approaching 40. Approaching Mm -hmm, 40. She was approaching 20. Um, and she was approaching twenty. Cool. Um, uh, but I think in fiction she's seventeen, sixteen or seventeen. She's the age of the daughter. So, um, uh, he, uh, then they get new neighbors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fitz, Colonel Fitz, the dad, and uh, Alice and Jenny, who's fucking great in this Super movie. Good. Um. Almost and unrecognizable. From, almost unrecognizable. She absolutely... It was one of those things where I was like, is that Alice and Janney? Until she talked, I could not tell it was Alice and Janney. Yeah, until she talked and had her, like, uh, bye bye kind of voice. Um, then, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, and and their son, um, voyeuristic Seneca Crane. Um <laughs> From the Hunger Games. Ricky. Um, I didn't have to 18. Google that. Who's 18 years old. Um, and that kind of kicks off everything. Uh, oh, and then also um, uh, uh, Quantum Leap and um, so, and somebody else is, are, are the gay neighbors. Um, Scott Bakula and some other guy mm-hmm. that's not Scott Bakula. Not um, America's sweetheart Scott Bakula. Um, I knew that was John Cho. It was John, John Cho. Cho yeah, he was, was in an it? Extra. Yeah, he was uh, one of the people viewing the house that his, the, yeah. the mom was trying so, to see. Interesting. Yeah, so the rest of the whole fucking thing is like Lester is like, fuck all this. Uh, Kevin Spacey is like fuck all this. I'm just gonna be an asshole and uh and do some shit 
and do whatever I want. Um, and uh, he, yeah, uh, they go. So we see Carolyn, Caroline trying to sell a house, and she's bad at it. Um, and cries and has a breakdown and her whole thing is that if you want to be successful you got to project success at all times fake it till you make it fake it till you make it in the extremes um and uh what well i mean like during this whole time their marriage is like greatly falling apart where we see like the collapse or like the you you see kevin spacey going through like a midlife crisis so he's (laughs) he's quitting his job uh, extorting people for thousands of dollars of money, buying cool toys and working out to seduce nineteen-year-old or how seventeen-year-olds, seventeen-year-old daughters. Yeah, he overhears. He's like very much eavesdropping on all of their sleepovers, and he, she hears. He hears uh, the seventeen-year-old say, "You know, if I if he built up his arms and and shoulders, I'd totally let him hit it." And he was like, that's sensible enough for me. Um, and starts lifting. Yeah. Uh, this is a terrible reason <laughs> to lift. You lift to fill uh, just the deep existential sadnesses, Correct. not the, the mm-hmm. vague uh, temporal mm-hmm. surface level vacuous holes. What do, what do you think like, about that? Maybe Ryan? that's why I've been so depressed this week because I haven't lifted for a while. You should go lift, Bob. Hit them, hit them, twos and threes, as as us us. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit it tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Love a good, love a good there is no I, tomorrow. I'm gonna work off. There work is off no the pizza tomorrow. That I ate tonight. Okay. Anybody get that reference from? It's from Rocky. I've never seen Rocky. I There's like 20 of them. You haven't seen a single one? No. <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen a single I, Rocky? The only boxing movie I think I've ever seen is The Hurricane. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. None of the Creeds. You didn't um, see any of the Creeds. None of the Creeds. Million Dollar Baby. I've. <laughs> That's a... Is that a boxing movie? That's 100% That's a, boxing a boxing movie. What are you talking about? I, don't I thought know. it was about it. a baby. And being sold for a million dollars, <laughs> for a million dollars, like a heist movie, like a a baby no, that's heist. Gone, baby gone. Oh, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> um. So he he extorts his work uh, into giving him his salary and buys a big car. Tells and... his wife she sucks. <laughs> tells his wife that she she's a fucking dumb bitch and she that he hates her and telling her this brings her so much brings him so much glee Mm -hmm. that's the thing about about his his portrayal of this is like it's just like you disgust me. Well, it's because um, at some point he thinks he's so above. Because he's like, I don't value the, yeah. the possessions anymore. Therefore, like, I'm above you all. Not only do I not value my possessions, I don't value my my wife and daughter. I don't value anything. I am beyond value. Um, which means that I can fuck this 17-year-old. Um and that he tries to do. Uh, and then also, Ricky, so do you, should we talk about the, the Fitz? The Fitz? Yeah, that's pretty The Fitz L's. 
Oh, and like how they have an abusive father-son relationship. Well, no, just like, so Ricky's this mysterious guy who oh. just films Everything. his daughter. <laughs> They're next-door neighbors. He films, uh, he films what's-her-face, Jane, 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 in her yeah. room. Um, also films, Le- films Lester working out. Naked. Um, and that's kind of his well, whole that was thing. Just it was funny, he's just like, yeah, he's just capturing life and beauty as it yeah. comes to him or whatever the fuck. Um, and uh, and the dad, the dad is a um, is a, a closeted Marine Corps colonel, also a Nazi, uh, also possibly a Nazi, possibly gay too. No, I thought that was pretty clear. Not yeah, okay, possibly. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> one of them, one of the, and he's very repressed, and he says a bunch of slurs about the. Um, he's about a stereotype the, the for a repressed and, gay man. Yeah, basically. Um, and Fitz, uh, Timmy, Jimmy, uh, Bobby, what's his name? Ricky. Uh, Ricky Flats. Ricky. Ricky don't Ricky Flats. Um, it's the only one you want. You might lose it if you feel better. Oh, I'm so glad we finally referenced Steely <laughs> Dan on this podcast. It's about yeah. time. It's about time. Um, <laughs> uh, so he sells weed. Yeah, this like son, a fuck ton of it. Good Kush too. Good shit. Uh, good shit. Yeah, <laughs> an unbelievable G thirteen, as they yeah. say. Um, which apparently is real. I looked it up. I googled wow. it. How these writers did their research? Is it usually um, as expensive in real life? I have no idea. I doubt it. How it much was, like was it? Two thousand dollars for an ounce. What are you talking about? Oh my god! Right? Wasn't it two thousand? That's like yeah, it was fucking expensive. Yeah. Two thousand dollars an ounce? No, I think it was a like a grant. Oh, maybe an ounce. I remember he's like two grand. You don't have to pay me now. I know you're good for it. Well, yeah, the next door neighbors, you know. Nuts. Um. So he's got all this money, and they meet. Um, Lester and uh, and Ricky meet at this swanky realtors gala. Um where and they get high and they hit it off and meanwhile annette benning is out there talking to 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 bobby bobby kane billy kane what's it fuck Bill i can't remember Bobby's any of these motherfuckers I, names it's not buddy important. kane <laughs> it is not important but you know it is to me um he is like uh, the, the the tits. He's the guy. He's he's the big he's motherfucker. He's the guy whose billboards you always see in your local hometown. He has, yeah, like, the he's the um, you know, he's the Alexander Shinara of local real yeah, estate. Sure. <laughs> um, that is a that is a niche North Alabama, or I guess all of Alabama, uh, uh, reference. He's like a Jerome's it's almost, of, it's, of uh. Yeah, Is sure. Jerome's not nationwide. I just want you guys. <laughs> listeners, look at that. I just want to. I want you guys to see this because I see this maybe five or six or seven times a day. Um. Oh my God! What the fuck? 
Whoops, I guess I hit copy image instead of copy image address. Oh, yeah, I love looking at this so, uh, data. I just compl- I completely <laughs> <is a> good <laughs> one. destroyed. I did it again. What the fuck? I just. Oh, my God, they finally did it. What? The NFT people. You can't copy paste anymore. This is what they wanted. This is why they're making all their money. Oh, no, never mind. This is why this is why the apes are worth money. That's the guy. I also want to mm-hmm. show this other thing that absolutely blew my mind. Um is that he has like a f- I think a, over 150 bottles of uh Pappy Van Winkle whiskey. It was like 3 grand a bottle. It's insane. It's got like and he posted to his Instagram. I think Thomas Jefferson used to get like casks of some whiskey or something. There's some yeah. old guy who used to get a shit ton of booze. Might be nice. Um, Washington distilled whiskey at Mount Vernon. Just food for thought. Um, that's what Joe Byron should be doing. Just making some Sleepy Joe. I'm Sleepy Ryan. Sleepy sleep sleep Sleepy Joe's tub whiskey. Sleepy Joe's t- tub gin. Sleepy Joe's toilet hooch. Do you guys want to make some joy- jokes? I'm good on no? the Joe okay. Biden ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they fuck Annette Benning and and the King. Yo, because he ba- wait, who's she that actor? she gets drunk. The, who played I the king? I always mix him up with Timothy Oliphant because they look like vaguely. Ew. Peter Gallagher. Yeah. I no, they, they don't. I get, I get what you're saying, but like, ew. Oh, they so don't though. Uh, I beg to differ. If it was, it's a simple question. It's a simple question that you have to ask yourself. You look at both of them and you say, "Is he unbelievably yeah. attractive?" And if the answer is yes, then it's Timothy Oliphant. The answer is no, it's Peter Gallagher. They look the fucking same dude. <laughs> they so don't. You're like, out of the eyes. Mind. I think it's the eyes. I get I kinda get where he's coming from, but also like I would say they look the same if it was a sketch about like Peter Gallagher's Timothy Oliphant's self from the future and he time travels back and the joke is like how where <laughs> Timothy Oliphant went wrong in his life that he now looks like that. You know. <laughs> Tell me they don't look similar with those two pictures that I just sent. They don't. Why did you? you that's the weirdest fucking yeah, picture the I've fuck? ever seen of Timothy Oliphant. He's like mid dance in a GQ shoot, and you pulled Peter Gallagher's fucking IMDb His picture from 1978. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jeez. Look at that watch, too. Whoops. Now I'm horny. <laughs> Thanks, no Ryan. Um, At least somebody's getting self uh, burn. Self burn. One day we gonna have a one, one day. day. One, one day. day. Another day, another agony. <laughs> um, wow, that was a. Uh... Because I cannot get any pussy. I have no game and no bitches, and all I have are these riches. One day more. Alright, I'm gonna stop there. That's pretty good, though. Um, thanks, bud. Um, 
what happens before this this cat gets shot? Before Lester gets shot, spoilers? Um, there's a lot. A lot happens. Yeah, for once, um, I'm not the one skipping to the last 10 seconds of the movie. Okay. Fucking, <laughs> fucking, they... She gets, gets into crazier. Guns. She gets into guns. She gets into guns because the king told her to shoot some guns. It's a good stress reliever, uh, uh, apparently. Uh, Colonel, fucking Colonel Spitz. Hunger Games and Goth and Goth Sis get yeah. together. Uh, Nazi and, dad and goes in in the rain, goes crazy and kisses. Thinks he thinks Lester. that well, he thinks that uh, Ricky's effing. Uh, oh yeah, because Kevin he went over to Ricky goes over to their house and he's like selling them weed. But there was a lot of back. there was a lot of hard evidence, no pun intended. <laughs> there was like a weird shot where it looked like he was getting a beat. Yeah. It's weird. Well, it's uh, weird that the tape that the the dad played happened to be that one when he has filmed so many other tapes since that one had been filmed. Like the girl's <laughs> boobs were filmed yeah. post that. So why yeah, wasn't there were there were f- f- full boobs? Um. Yeah. Um so I think that there's another there's another um uh there's another um fuck. He say? buys that cool car, a Pontiac for some reason. Yeah. We oh, said really? that ten minutes ago, Oops. homeboy. Oh I'll take it clean. There's also the rift between the popular girl who wants to be a model. Also, throughout the whole thing, she's been like, "Yeah, I fuck a lot. I do. I do like, all of, of it I all the time." Of course, I slept with that photographer. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Um. And uh, and rift between goth goth daughter and her, and uh, and they have a big fight. Understandably so. It's because the daughter, or because her friend is like, I want to fuck your dad, and I will. It's more than I want to. It's like, I will fuck your dad. Yeah, it was. It's this weird, like, I don't know, weird attraction thing where. Sorry, I um, will F your dad. He does. Why are you censoring yourself? You're allowed to say fuck. I always censor myself at really weird times. When else have you censored yourself that would call, like, be a strange time? Um, one time I was in the middle of an improv scene and I had like <laughs> cursed moments before and then I was like, man, you're such a b- bad friend because I didn't want to say bitch. Pretty funny. It got laughs. Yeah, yeah it got laughs. Uh, it got laughs. Oh, <laughs> it got I can laughs. tell you already it got laughs. That that would get laughs from anybody, especially the Jordmeister. Um then, uh, then, so, yeah, so she slowly, this popular, uh, girl slowly wants to, like, starts fantasizing about the dad and then makes, they make their moves and, uh, but at the last second, <gasps> oh, the whole time Kevin Spacey has had, like, deep dream fantasies about, about. Getting in about great that. shape, too. Yeah, and also, uh, doing, doing a pedophilia. <laughs> um, and he almost does it and then stops. Uh, and then he's shot in the head. And he stops because the girl goes, it's my first time. Yeah. Honestly, one of the biggest plot goes, reveals. Big, yeah, yeah, big twist. Honestly, ever I've heard. Big twist is that M. Night could so not have written that. Bullshit. Yeah, we'll get to but him, then. But then I worry. think he realizes he goes, it's like, oh, she is just a, like a child. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, which you'd think that he would have learned that restraint in his real life, but nope. Turns out, no. Well, I think it's one thing to restrain yourself from calling your wife uh, a worthless piece of shit or something to not fucking an <laughs> underage girl, effing an underage girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's a it. Worthless, a worthless um, piece of S. And then he, yeah, and then he sort of like, oh, oh well, also, the dad, the, well, he's, who, you know, like, yeah, who killed, who shot Jr. in the head? Is was that a fucking all my children reference? Yeah. Damn, my mom watched that like religiously when I was growing up. Anyway, um, yeah, it's the dad. It's the it's, it's the gay d- the gay dad. It's old Colonel Fitz, and then also, uh, when uh Kevin Spacey got a job at a fast food restaurant yeah. because even when he breaks free of capitalism's chain, he still feels the need to sell his labor. Um, and uh, and he uh, uh, sees Buddy King and Buddy Kane, the real estate king, um, and his wife in the uh in the drive through lane mm-hmm. and um busts him and then buddy kane dumps the dumps the dumps the wife dumps Annette benning because he's like i can't get into this right now um so and then and then you know the wife gets shot and that's all was thing. she on her way to kill him i think the idea was that everybody was about yeah. to kill him yeah because uh, there's a you know the daughter's like i want him dead yeah, yeah, that's how it opens. The first ten seconds of the movie, it's like a yeah. weird clip from one of those films, you know. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be one of those movies too, like fucking. Who shot him? No, uh, like uh, who done it? Cage, eight millimeter snuff, stuff, snuff shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, oh, it up. Honestly, I did too. Right. Do. Right. Okay. Do either right. of you do either of you want to change your who's the boss now that we've discussed it? I mean, for me, because I'm feeling pretty good about the king. For me, it's like, yeah, Kevin Spacey died, but he died happy, and I think that's he like was such content. A rare, like that is a blessing. Yeah, that is a blessing, and he your, was to like finally figure everything out and being like, I was happy, like I love my family. Bam, blasted. I don't, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to put too fine a point on it, but he was a pedophile. <laughs> he was absolutely. He was absolutely. Um, why do you? He was much. He was much closer to having sex with a seventeen-year-old than a forty-year-old should be. Why do you be. say the real estate guy is the boss? Well, he one. He's the real estate king of wherever they are, so he's fucking making Fair. it. Is his date at the place, at the at the gala? Who I think ends up divorcing him, but that's fine. You know, he, it you happens. His wife. I don't think his were, wife. I don't think yeah, whatever. I don't think they were married. Um. Well, he said that it was with a divorce. No, I she think, I think he was saying that she was her when Annette was going to get divorced. Uh, that it was going to yeah. be a big thing, and he didn't want to. Weird. It looks like that woman is not credited. What? That's crazy. Damn. 
That's ruthless. So she probably got scale and dumped by the king. Yikes. Um, yeah, so he's got this, this very attractive woman who's being paid scale as a date. Then he has some uh, ravenous sex with a competitor that's got a, a, who talks him up big the whole time. Um, and then splits, no questions asked. He didn't get shot. He's too smart to get shot. He is he is the master of his domain. It doesn't even show him sad. The movie doesn't show him sad. How about that? I don't think it's he doesn't so, have to go through this crisis. Happy. I don't think he's like. It, it shows showed him, him inside of a woman. It shows yeah, but I don't, you know, there's a lot of empty sex in the world. Well. It's it's all about how else. you view life. Like that's the whole point of the movie. It's like Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey a, was happy not. He wasn't. This he is wasn't, this is why we stopped doing this segment because what is what is what does it mean to be a boss? <laughs> I was afraid to ask. I think that if we're gonna talk about a boss in the sense of a of a of a an alpha sigma male billionaire grind set. There's one clear answer, but yeah, mom. If you guys want to vote for? <laughs> if you guys want to vote for a pedophile and overrule me, that's fine. Hey, attempted pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> he did enough. He did enough. I would say he did enough. He made her dinner. Yep, he, he took did her buy her dinner off. first. He wined and dined her. He took. He took her clothes off. Dinner after, Did clothes off. What is what's the pedophile. what's the Romeo and Juliet? It's like if you're dating before. The, it's like if you turn you guys were Romeo dating and before Juliet one of you laws? turned eighteen. Then it's like. Yeah, I think the gap is <laughs> significantly shorter than f- twenty years, Jordan. I think twenty hey, years. I'm gonna date your daughter before. I, <laughs> I'm gonna date your daughter. What? What daughter? I, I don't want children. This is, of course, Did you guys a reference know? to him talking to this girl's mom before she's even born. Did you? <laughs> did you guys know? Did you guys know that uh, there is like a five-minute scene in one of the Transformers movies that's like about? It's the one where Mark Wahlberg was the guy was the you know was the was Shia the LaBeouf. Oh, I, I didn't and watch his, any of those. And like his his daughter. Uh, Marky Mark's daughter is like 17 and dating a guy that's 19 and he threatens to like be like I'll get you on to catch a predator or whatever I'm from <laughs> Boston Dunkin Donuts fuck me um, and there's like a five minute scene when they're in a barn with Optimus Prime and Bumblebee and he's just like I looked it up it's called Romeo and Juliet Laws and it's like this extended scene where Optimus they go Prime into the statutory that? interpretation of Insane! It's crazy. Optimus Prime does not bring it up. It's the boyfriend that brings it up. That would be pretty funny though if Optimus Prime was like <laughs> trying to get him out of it. I looked it up. You know, in my infinite wisdom of the cosmos, if they were both under eighteen before, it's all good now. That's my Optimus Prime impression. Well, too bad. It's not bad. Thank you. It's weird that. Uh, I think about that. Optimus Prime lot. or the <laughs> Optimus Prime talking about statutory sexual assault 
laws. Yeah. Um, Me too. Uh, well, that's going to bring us to Milk or Low, or that's going to bring us to Miller Highlights, the, the part of the bits. podcast, the champagne of bits, where we talk about things we liked. Uh, Ryan, why don't you go first? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I liked his cool car. He did have a cool car. He had like a 66 Pontiac. And I, I did like the, the fast food restaurant as a whole. The yeah. Smiley Burger or whatever. Mr. Smiley's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smile, you're at Mr. Smiley's. This got best picture, right? This was this was like the this cleaned up at the. It Oscars. was the best picture. Yes. Yeah. It won best picture. It swept the Oscars. Yeah, it got a bunch, got a like best screenplay or something. Um, well, I'll go. My, uh, my Miller highlight was when, uh, when. Um, Kalanapin kid, uh, Ricky Ricky Fitz mm-hmm. decides to leave and get out of the house because he was beat almost beaten to death by his dad, um, and uh, and as he was on his way out, Annette Benning or not Annette Benning, uh, uh, Allison Janney was just like go, good, and it was so subtle and like so fearful and so liberating. It was like. A split second, but it was like, oh, so good. Dude, that scene where Allison Jane's just sitting in that table, that was some spooky shit. Terrifying. It's so good, though. Do you think she knew that um, he was gay? She must have, right? Oh, yeah. I think she's probably just mostly scared of the guy. How did none of them catch him? She was... Catch who? uh, Colonels shooting him. They were all in the house when... I think when I hear a gunshot in my living room or kitchen, rather, my You're first not gonna instinct run is it? not to run towards it. Yeah, run towards it. Yeah. <laughs> well, well yeah. okay. What would you yeah. do? You just sit. You. <laughs> I would be. I'm gonna wait ten minutes and then here. I'm gonna call the police. Yeah, I I chill out, have a moon pie. Yeah. Drink a beer. Think about what I just heard. Yeah. And look over the dead body and be like, "What?" That sounds like some Gary Vee shit. Yeah. <laughs> I eat cranberries. I eat blueberries. I'm not fucking kidding you. I've gotten into. I think last time, last time Gary V was brought up on the podcast, I did not know who Correct. he is. Yeah, I remember doing. I'm that. very well. <laughs> I'm very well steeped in the Gary V experience now. The Gary V. And I have to say, I don't fucking get this guy. He's a. I don't fucking annoying. get this guy. He's the worst. <laughs> even a little bit. It's like, is he? He's not like as egregiously bad as some of the other Sigma grind set people that I mm-hmm. I uh I I do indulge in quite a bit because it's I I like it. I think it's hilarious. Um and rage inducing. It does something chemically to my brain that the algorithms figured out before I did. So I I watch it. And um uh uh he he's just so weird. He's just like no I I don't fucking care. I don't fucking sleep. If you think I'm working hard now, you should see fucking no, 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 see, before that's I the thing. It. He's like, I do He's sleep because I'm a person. I I sleep eight hours a day because I'm a normal guy. But then I also go to the office and I'm working 100 percent all the time. My parents started. It's I started weird. a wine company and I didn't work for ten years or I only worked for ten years. I didn't party. I didn't go to Coachella. I didn't go on vacations and I didn't drink beer. I didn't in fucking college. do all this. I hate picture blueberries. picture picture someone you love in your life. Now now just imagine they got shot in the face. <laughs> That's actually something he talks just, about. Are you just going to keep doing what you're doing? 
Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I do like the... I, there's another genre. We'll get to the end of the podcast soon, I promise. There's another genre of that sort of influencer that's like old guy in a shitty three-piece suit with like a lot of jewelry on. Um, and what, I might have talked about this on the podcast before, but it was the craziest thing. He was just like... It was like this, you know, fucking seminar at a Sheraton or whatever. And he goes, I don't own a debit card. My children don't own a debit card. I don't let them own a debit card. I pay with a credit card, a credit. And it's like it's like he's giving a brief to like fucking the pilots who are about to drop the nuke on Hiroshima. He's so intense. And the mm-hmm. idea is just that you get more interest on the money you have because you have to pay it off later. Insane. I might cut that out for time. But um, <laughs> Jordan, do you have a Miller highlight? Um, no, not really. Wow. Oh, great. Best Ryan, did you did you uh, come up with one? I did. Yeah, I talked about the car and Smile Burger. Burgers, my, the Mr. car Smiley, and whatever the fuck burger, it was called. Of course, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, I like that I like that scene where he's like actually uh like Jackie's the man, the floor manager. So you're kind of on her turf now. I thought that was Yeah, really, that was very that was good. Funny. Yeah. A little bit a little bit of nice yeah. solidarity there. Well, that's going to bring us to Milk and Merlot, to the part of the podcast where we talk about whether the movie is aged like a fine wine or gone stinky sour like milk. I think we can make like an executive decision that because the guy who played a pedophile in the movie turned out to be a pedophile in real life. Mm-hmm. Automatic milk, regardless of content. Well, that's like, that's always been the thing is separating the art from the artist. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> can you appreciate, can you appreciate Kevin Spacey pretending to be a pedophile? If you know that he's actually a pedophile. Was he though? In real life? Yeah, did he actually like fuck yes. people who were under 18? Was that the thing? Yes. Okay. No, I just. Se- yeah. I knew there was some sexual assault going along yeah, wait. with him. No, he yeah. sexually assaulted a minor. Who event, who died? Who mysteriously died? Yeah. No, no, he. He. Sued, like a suicide. Got really depressed and, and killed himself. Oh, Jesus. Or. Yeah. You know, he paid someone. It was, it was when Epstein also dropped, so like. I was very, yeah. I was very uh, skeptical of everything. Suspicious about everything. Yeah, um, I yeah, I think that um, that did you both not have like a very eerie feeling watching him perform this movie? Like I was very unsettled. Yeah, I took a what? break. I couldn't watch it in one sitting. Um, like, I, was I was cooking unsettled. dinner while making it. So, like, yeah, it was. I was kind of tuned in and out. Yeah. But milk, I mean, it's it's a fine movie. It it's got like it got fun. Oscars, like you know, for a reason. Look, yeah, if, one if, best picture. If he hadn't actually raped someone, it would have been an, a, a Merlot for sure. But now that I, but now that okay, here's the, this is sort of the thing. <laughs> this is sort of the thing. the The conceit of milk or Merlot is in today in today time today twenty one years later. It's about how it does aged. it hold up. It's about how it aged. Yeah, so I suppose it and aged I'm, poorly. So it's a milk. I'm saying, I'm saying it, it, 
It has spoiled. And I will say this. I will say this. This is probably a case of, of you know, one, one out of the, you know, however many hundreds of people worked on the movie ruined it for everybody. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I think. Sure, yeah. You know, one one bad apple. It's like I can't watch the, end the Cosby of that. Show anymore. I've yeah, never like the you Cosby were always show. watching the Cosby Show. How often were you watching the Cosby Show? <laughs> oh man. Well, I, I think that the consensus is milk. One bad apple spoiled the bunch, which is the end of that idiom that we seem to have cut off in recent years. Um, well, no, because people started uh, using that for ACAB. So, yeah, well, one bad apple. Well, they yeah, but the, Spoil- the blue lives matter. They're like, oh, it's just one uh, bad apple. Okay. But the end of that phrase is one bad apple spoils yeah, the yeah. bunch, which makes you feel insane when you remember that. Um, well, I think that's going to do it for us um, for American Beauty. That's just what we think, um, but we don't know jack shit about shit, as anybody who has listened to this podcast will know. Also, it was weird that DreamWorks made it, right? Oh, yeah, that was hilarious to me because it, like, thinking about that cute little intro with the kid on the on the moon. <laughs> Kevin Spacey comes yeah. out from behind the moon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what else were they making at the time? This is what I want to say. I think DreamWorks um, has made some heavy movies before because I kind of, like, remember seeing... Well, they made... Forces of Nature, which was the shitty movie with, uh, I want to say, no, yeah, Ben Affleck Hawking? and Sandra uh, Bullock. No, Ben Affleck, which is actually one I think I didn't actually I see. Jordan. That was Ben Affleck yeah. and Sandy B. Oh, and they made, yeah, that was a piece of shit. <laughs> they made Galaxy Quest, which was a, a great movie. So they did, they did okay. They did okay. When was Shrek? When that did they like do Shrek? I think this is. No, I think it was like later. What? I think I think it was later. Give me two thousand three. I see me, Shrek. I see Shrek two. I I see Shrek two, but I don't see Shrek. What the fuck? It never existed. Maybe it's DreamWorks Animation and not DreamWorks Pictures. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, what are the legs? Can you take a guess? Or are you looking at it right now? Um, I I mean. We've been in the four to five region, so maybe six. Thirteen. Damn. Also, Shrek came out in two thousand one. I just googled it. Uh, gotcha. Thirteen legs for this movie. Before or after after nine eleven. May two thousand one. Oof. Jeez. Release. Oh, uh, April. Yeah, April May. Oh, wow. Well, that's gonna do wait. No, that's, <laughs> do not, that's for... before nine eleven. <laughs> Very that is before yeah. 9-11. Okay, good, good. No wonder it was such a hit. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. The nation was the nation the nation was was triumphant at that point, and mm-hmm. then they f- had to they fell back on their green ogre friend in the trying times. Um, that's gonna do it for for American Beauty. Uh, our movie next week will be the 1999 classic crime drama fantasy, The Green Mile. Tommy H. Tommy H. I've seen that one. Oh my God, we're one away from Stuart Little. (laughs) You only can think about Stuart Little. We'll do like there's one more after this. Yeah, so we're so we're like one, and then we're one away. So there's one, and then we're one away. Yeah, he was in. 
Okay, so we this is our first. This is our first. Um, Hanks movie. This is our our first Tom Hanks movie. Uh, the logline is. No, yeah, Toy Story two oh, came yeah, out yeah. this year. So, oh, fuck. Um, but that's way out the list. Uh, is the lives of guards on death row are affected by one of their chain charges? A black man accused of child murder and rape, yet who has a mysterious gift. Ugh, it's happy it was times. A secret Santa. No one knew what. It was no, secret. No one knew what he got. <laughs> no one knew what he got. Hmm. Um. Uh. Uh. Mittens. He got mittens. Um. But you can join us next week for that. Um. And thank you so much for listening. Uh. I've been your your V-neck host, Sparky Shelton. Uh. Bacon collar host, Jordan Granick. As always. Yeah. Last of the cast.